Bruce Spanman, the BC United MLA for Abbotsford South, has crossed the floor to join the Conservative Party of BC. Spanman will now join the BC Conservative leader uh, John Rustad in the legislature. And now, now with two members, uh, the party will be granted official party status, which means more money, resources, staff and attention for the party. Mr. Banwin was the BC United critic for emergency management and climate readiness. Uh, Mr. Banman, after his announcement, spoke to our colleague Mike Smith earlier today and asked why he decided to leave his party. Take a listen. I was unable to be an advocate on behalf of those who elected me. Um, and there was one particular vote um, where it, it really wasn't even a legislative vote. And um, I was told, if you are not in favor of this vote, uh, you must leave the building. You, are, you cannot vote against. And I just kept going back to that. And um, I was humiliated. And, and I will say, when I thought about my grandparents, I was also ashamed that I did not speak up on behalf of those in this community that wanted me to speak up on that particular issue. And Wh- which is, which issue? That's just one hey, example. Bruce, which issue is that? Which vote are you talking about there? Um, that was the divisive, um, hurtful vote, the, the wedge politics that the NDP put in that had to do with the convoy and, um, and how the pandemic was handled. That was uh, Bruce Banman. Now, Mr. Banman was also asked by Mike Smith, uh, are there other MLAs in the BC United Caucus who would consider uh, following him uh, and joining the BC Conservatives? Take a listen. Well, I don't imagine I'm going to be on the Christmas list coming up shortly for some of them. Let's face it. I mean, um, they, of course, they're going to be upset, um, but there are others, and I'll let them speak for themselves. I'm not the only one that is shown uh, increasing uh, discontent uh, within the party. Um, I'm not alone in that. That is Bruce Banman. Well, joining me now is Kareem Alam. He's a partner at Fairview Strategies and a former campaign lead for Kevin Falcon's leadership race for the BC United Party. He's also the former chief of staff to the mayor of Vancouver and ran the campaign for ABC Vancouver as well. So he's been around uh, political parties for a very long time and he knows what it takes to build coalitions. Kareem, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jazz. So, first of all, uh, lots transpired over the last 12 to 24 hours. Your thoughts on how things have rolled out. What's this mean uh, for the BC United Party? What's this mean for BC politics moving forward? Well, starting with BC politics, um, Maxime Bernie's PPC party now has a full-fledged franchise here in the province of British Columbia under the BC Conservatives. Let there be no confusion. Really? For, that let, far? That far. Let there be no confusion of voters. This is not a party that is aligned with Pierre Polyev and the federal Conservatives. This is a party that is aligned with Maxime Bernier. Uh, Bannerman, in, in the comments that you just uh, uh, played back for your audience, uh, was starting to talk about convoys. Um, and he probably holds views that are reminiscent of those who think that there's conspiracy theories with Bill Gates and vaccines. And um, he's joining a party that had some very intolerant views uh, in the Mount Pleasant by-election uh, when it came to the LGBTQ community. Uh, it's also a party um, that uh, its leader espouses climate change denial as a core part of his policies. These are not mainstream uh, views. These are not the views of the Federal Conservative Party. These are the views of the PPC and its newest franchise member, Bruce Bannerman. Um, what got us here, in your opinion? Was it uh, Kevin Falcon booting out John Rustad? Was that the main issue? Or do you think, fundamentally, uh, it was just the way they handled Mr. Mr. Bannerman? 
individually? Yeah, yeah no, it's, it, it's a good question. I think there's been a fracturing in the coalition uh, uh, since Gordon Campbell's departure. Um, uh, that leadership race in 2011-12 between Christy Clark and F- Kevin Falcon for the first time introduced federal politics into the BC Liberal coalition, historically been viewed as an economic one. Uh, forestry sector, forest, uh, 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 fisheries, uh, mining, uh, executives and association heads came together in this coalition behind Gordon Campbell. And that was really the underpinning of the, the BC Liberal Party under him. When that federal leadership or when that provincial leadership came, it broke down along federal uh, allegiances. The Liberals supported Christy Clark, the Conservatives uh, supported Kevin Falcon in that leadership race. And ever since then, it's been a real struggle for the party to uh, hold it all together. Um, Kevin uh, is from the more moderate end of the Conservative Party and just found John Rustad's views on climate change denial intolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, that division on this very, very important subject uh, led to uh, Kevin's expulsion of, uh, of John Rustad from the caucus. And mm-hmm. this is just going to be a chain of those who hold that view in this party are now going to find themselves increasingly drawn towards the, uh, the BC Conservative Party. I'm oversimplifying things, but generally it's viewed as whether it's the SOCRED party, the BC Liberals, BC United. Uh, the Free Enterprise Coalition's core goal is keep the socialist hordes out. I'm oversimplifying things. I freely admit that. But generally it's a coalition of federal liberals and federal conservatives. They didn't always like each other, didn't agree on everything. But if we stay together, you know, two-thirds of the time in this province, the last 60 years, history has told us, they win government. They win a majority, right? Uh, uh, how this conversation that's occurring now? It seems to me it's about conservatives fighting conservatives, whether it be BC United or or BC conservatives. There seems to be no federal liberal within this conversation or debate. It certainly appears that way. Like, is the coalition just broken in your mind? And can it? Can, like, can, can this? Whether it's BC United or BC Conservatives, can they actually win a majority based on what, what's happening right now? There will be no majority. Uh, there will be no victory for the BC United or the BC Conservatives so long as the coalition remains divided. Um, but broken is one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is also the success of David Eby. Let's also understand the NDP itself is a coalition. It's a coalition of private sector labor, public sector labor, social activists, environmental activists, and now even growingly more a lot of federal liberals who have been historically the swing voters. They'll either go to the Social Credit or the NDP or they'll go to Vision Vancouver or the NPA. Mm-hmm. And where they swing, that's who wins. And right now, David Eby's done a very good job of presenting himself as a, as a thoughtful centrist um, with broad appeal to those federal liberal voters. So it's not necessarily what's going on inside the BC United Party that's pushing liberals away. It's what David Eby's doing to bring federal liberals into his coalition. Um, so uh, th- th- this NDP, the 1990s MB- NDP, one would say was ideologically based, uh, much more sort of focused on the cause. This one, as you say, Mr. Eby, and, and I guess broadly the NDP, even under John Horgan, said, look, you want to hold on to power. You've got to be much more broader in your politics and in your philosophy. That does mean pipelines will get approved. That means you do engage. It may be difficult with the business community. I mean, it seems like they've learned the lessons of 16 years of not being in power. This is a this is a government uh, that was started under John Horgan that has been remarkably and surprisingly to, to many observers uh, responsive to the business community. They've been responsive to uh, voters in the suburbs, in the swing areas, and they've been very responsive uh, to going out there and understanding how the federal liberal dynamic in BC politics uh, is at play and, and building up a platform 
to attract those federal liberals. So you, you, you're exactly right. That that's exactly what's uh, uh, what's happened is that this is an NDP that's not like the NDP of the 90s. Um, it is an NDP that is responsive, thoughtful, um, and very evidence-based in its policymaking. Um, there aren't too many things outside the, you know, the CBA and some of, some of these other earlier policies that John Horgan brought in that comes across as ideological. It seems to be all pretty well-founded and broadly supported policies. Mm-hmm. Just joining us, we are speaking to uh, Kareem Alam. He's a partner at Fairview Strategy and a former campaign lead for Kevin Falcon's leadership race for BC United. He's also been the former chief of staff to the mayor of Vancouver. Um, that's two BC United members that have now left to join the Conservative Party of BC. Um, has the death spiral for BC United begun, or do you think, uh, look, Mr. Falcon can still hold on, and yes, it's a huge challenge before them, but they can get past this point? It's too hard to, to, to predict politics in the future. I remember Jim Prentice, uh, the late Jim Prentice, uh, called an early election because he was so far ahead in the polls. Uh, the progressive conservatives or the conservative party in Alberta had never lost an election um, that it had fielded candidates in. And what happens? He loses the election unexpectedly. So things can turn on a dime. Campaigns matter. Policies matter. Um, there are a lot of economic headwinds that um, really haven't filtered down to uh, 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 the average person in a magnificently, spectacularly devastating way. Uh, we're all feeling the impacts of high interest rates and what's that doing to housing affordability. But these are issues that are generally seen to be outside of the control of the, of the province. But those headwinds can catch, you know, help you catch fire on some other things too. Uh, so it might be too early to say, but certainly it's not great. If uh, I was working in David Eby's office and I'm not, um, I think today was a good day. Uh, what's that old adage in politics that, you know, when your friends are fighting or your, your, your enemies are fighting, stay out of the way. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it looks like smooth sailing and clear waters for the NDP in the next election. Um, and it's really going to be up to the BC Conservatives and the BC United to decide how easy they want to make it for David Eby in the next election. Yeah, I did say earlier, I mean, a year in BC politics is a millennia and campaigns do matter, but... Boy, I don't know how you dig dig yourself out of this one. It's a lot of the problems seem to be self inflicted as well, just with the name change, uh, and just with what Mr. Polyev is doing in regards to helping uh, BC conservatives. Now, I gotta tell you this: I was I've been talking about this potentially happening for about last month or so. Uh, and Keith Baldry and I were joking uh, earlier today about the fact that we've been having this conversation privately, and now sort of it's all sort of come to fruition to a certain degree. And as I was grabbing um, my uh, McDonald's coffee at the drive-through uh, this morning, I somehow uh, <laughs> just jumbles of sentences, and I put them into into a poem. And I think I'm going to are you going to read it for us? I'll read it for oh you. my god! And I get I get the only live viewing of this poem. That's right. I'm excited. Actually, Stephen, can we uh, get some mood music here playing? Uh, for, Oh, oh yeah. Oh. This is good. Is that Mozart or Beethoven? I don't, I don't, I don't know which one. Okay, it's a little it's Mozart. Mozart. Okay. All right. <laughs> Here you go. There once was a man named Bruce whose commitment was fast and loose. He pledged his support to a man named Lee, but soon he would flee. He saw a soaring falcon and promised his loyalty and support. But today a new shiny bauble came his way, so why stay? Alas, MLA colleagues soon learned little Bruce was gone, claiming he's now a proud 
BC Con. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> and, and you did that getting coffee at McDonald's. I, I know. I got the coffee and I parked and I said, I don't know what happened. I was just thinking about this. There's there's some satire. <laughs> I, I think that's going to get quite a bit of play. <laughs> anyway, I just tapped it out on my phone um, at the McDonald's parking lot. So there you go, the McDonald's parking lot, Poet Laureate. I, 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 I love it, and uh, the Nobel Committee, I'm sure, will come calling. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about um, the election next year, potentially. Yeah. How do you convince your MLA colleagues to stay and run next time? One. And how do you attract really good candidates when you're languishing in the polls, and you just had two of your members either boot it out or just leave. Well, a couple of thoughts. Uh, number one, um, John Rustad uh, might have peaked too, po- too early in the polls. Um, the uh, challenge that John Rustad now has is he's for this, so far at this point, he's escaped any media scrutiny. And there's one constant in politics, and that's the media will do its job. Um, so he's now going to have to account uh, uh, for his comments on climate. He's going to have to account for his co- comments on LGBTQ issues. He's going to have to account for his comments on trucker convoys and, and, and vaccines. And people might quickly decide they don't like what they see with John Rustad, and there might be a rush back to uh, the BC United. That would be a very optimistic view. Um, and the BC United itself is going to have to work and do those things that you exactly said. Go out and recruit good candidates, work hard, um, raise money, and overcome what I think is actually a, a real uh, a real issue and probably has escaped a, a little bit of conversation today, which is the brand of the, of the party. The, the name change, nobody knows what a BC United is. Um, uh, you took a very powerful, probably the Coca-Cola in terms of branding for uh, uh, po- political parties in, 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 in Canada and you wiped it away and you named yourself RC Cola and nobody knows what RC Cola is. Yeah, I mean, it, you raise a very good point. Um You've got to basically get the Conservatives and the Federal Liberals together and rename it again. Maybe call it the BC Liberals. <laughs> that, that's actually that's actually a great idea. Yes, no, John uh, John Rustad and Kevin Falcon should get together, start a new party. Maybe call it the BC Liberals. Uh, but it still doesn't overcome the fact that uh, they've got to do something to peel back to those swing voters, which will be in this next election, the Federal Liberals. And right now, the Federal Liberals seem quite comfortable and content uh, in David Eby's party. Wow. Well, they say, may you live in interesting times, and we certainly do when it comes to BC politics. Uh, That is for sure. Kareem Alam, thank you. Thanks for having me, Jez.